Das ist so, dass ich nicht sagen wenn wir heute sagen, dass Baba kam und darf nur da. Mischa sagt, nein, von der Teuche ist schon, wenn Kehle, wenn er starb, wenn er schuld ist. Mischa sagt, dass Rabbi Yehuda sagt, der Bar ist Chai, 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 the oi comes to include damage on the kalim. The rabbis say oi is needed to separate and teach that the bird doesn't have to damage an ox and the donkey to be chayav. Rabbi says the word nafal is singular and therefore oi is not needed for that. The rabbis say nafal can refer to many instances of falling and therefore oi is needed. Why don't we say that nafal is a klal? Shor and chamar are prat and therefore say the only things included in the halach is the prat of an, of an ox or a donkey or nothing else. Mar says the word is bal haba yishalim is another klal and therefore it makes it a, pra, a klal or prat to klal. In which case that it's anything similar to the prize included in the clown, just like an ox and donkey are living beings, anything that's a living being will be included in this cloud. In fact, Mary, we should say that just like an ox and donkey are animals whose nevelas give off tumor by touching and by carrying, so too only such living beings should be included, which would exclude birds from the cloud. Mary said if that was true, the Pasuk should have only given one, exa- one example of a prat, the extra prat, therefore it teaches that even birds are included as well. In fact, Mary, neither of these two examples in the Pasuk are extra. If we would only have said ox, we would say the only things that go on the Mizbech are included. If we would only say donkey, we would say only animals that have, that have whose force, firstborns have Kedusha are included. Therefore, both are needed and cannot come to include birds. So how do we know to include, include even birds as well? Mar says, the Pasuk of Hamesi Yaloi teaches that anything that can die is included in the Pasuk. In fact, can't die, so why do the Rabbani need a Pasuk to be excluded and how does Rabbi Huda actually included in the cloud? Mar says, the breaking of a Kali is considered to be its death. In fact, Mar according to Rab, who says one is only high for bar when the bad ear is what causes the death, a Kali is not affected by bad ear, so why do the Rabbani need a Pasuk to exclude it and how does Rabbi Huda actually include it in the cloud? Mar says, the Pasuk is discussing new earthenware Kalim which can break when exposed to bad ear. In fact, Mar, this Pasuk is used by Rabbi for a different drasha of bar, so how is it available for this? Mar says, the Pasuk of Kesef Yashalobalov teaches that a bar is high for anything that has an owner. In fact, Mar, if so, bar should be high for damage to a person and Kalim as well. Mar says the, the drasha of Shur and not a person. Chamor and not Kalim teaches the Baris Pater. According to Yehuda, what does the word Chamor come to teach? Rav said the word Chamor according to Yehuda and the word Se written regarding lost items according to every all shittas are actually difficult to explain. Meaning we don't know the real answer. The mission then said What does this mean? If it means to exclude an ox belonging to a Chayr of a cotton, this would suggest that if the ox of a regular person falls into a bar, the owner of the bar would be Pater. Rabbi Yechen said the mission is referring to an ox that itself is a cherish or is a shaita or is a cotton. This would mean that if the ox was not a cherish, etc., the bar would be potter. Remember, you said the mission means to say not only if the ox is a regular healthy ox would the bar be chayiv, rather even if it's a cherish, etc., where one can say that his deficiency attributed to his falling into the bar, still the bar is chayiv. Rav Achi Esra Vinna Bryce says if an, intelligent, if an intelligent one fell into a bar, the bar is potter. Presumably, this refers to an ox that is not deficient. He says that this refers to a person in the category of people are referred to as the intelligent one. In fact, where Bryce says if an ox that is intelligent falls into bar, it's potter. Rava said, bar is only high when a deficient animal falls in, but if an intelligent animal falls in, it would be potter because the animal should have looked where it was going. In fact, the Bryce says this as well. Mishra said the following halachas apply to an ox and to any behemoth. With regard to the halachas of bar, of the separating from Harsina by the giving of the Torah, for the paying of kefal if one steals them, with regard to returning them if they are found to be lost, with regard to the mitzvah of unloading an animal, with regard to the isra of putting a muzzle on an animal, with regard to climb, and with regard to not doing work with them on Shabbos. The same applies to chayis and birds as well. If so, why does the Torah specify shor and chamor in many of these instances? Only because that's a typical case. The Mara says, we learn that each of these halachas apply to all animals and birds as follows. From bar, says kesef yashulubalov. Separation by Harsina, it says in behemoth. Imish and a chai is included in the term behema, and im comes to include birds. For careful payment, it says al kol dvar pesha. 
comes to include anything that's stolen. Hashem Aveda says lechol aveda zechi comes to comes to include everything. For the mitzvah of, un- of unloading an animal, we learn exayu shav from Shabbos on the word chamar. For the issur of using a muzzle, we learn exayu shav from Shabbos on the word shor. For the issur of klayim, for the klayim of plowing with two different species of animals, we learn with exayu shav from Shabbos on the word shor. For the klayim of mating animals of different species, we learn from exayu shav from Shabbos on the word behemtecha. For Shabbos, a bride says Rabbi Yisrael Mishmol says the uh, in the first series of dibbers it only says behemtecha, in the second series of dibbers it says shor chamar chavichol behemtecha. Now ox and donkey are already included in animals of behemtecha, so they're singled out to teach it, just like ox and donkey mentioned here include chayas and birds as well. So to all laws that are mentioned with them, uh, that mention them, include chayas and birds as well. In fact, maybe we should say that behemar the first dibris is a klal shor and chamar the second dibris is a prat, and we should therefore say that only an ox and donkey are included in these halachas. Mar said the words of the chal behemtecha of the second dibris is another klal which makes a klal prat to klal and teaches that all living creatures are included. In fact, the gemara we should say. Just like an ox and donkey are animals whose nevelas give off tumah by touching and carrying, so to only living things that uh, the, that are the, the only ones that are included are the ones who give off such such tumah. Which would exclude birds from this cloud. The Mara says if that was true, the Pasuk should have given only one example of a prati, extra prati, therefore teaches that even birds are included as well. Perfect Gemara, neither of these two examples in the Pasuk are extra. If we would only have an ox, we would say the only things that go on are included. If we would only say a donkey, we would say the only animals that have kedusha to their bechayers are included. Therefore, we both are needed and can't come to include birds. So, how do we know even to include birds as well? The Mara says the words vechol behemtacha is, is an inclusionary term which includes all other types of animals. Perfect Gemara, we find that the word kol is used as a kol prati klal and not as an inclusionary term, like we learn by mice. In a brisa, so how do we say that it's inclusionary over here? Lechayra, it should be used as a kalapat the klal. Where it says the word bichol, which is what it says regarding meiser, is a klal, but the word kol, like it says by Shabbos, is simply an inclusionary word. And the Mara says that another text, even if kol is normally a klal, in this case, since the second dibris added the word kol, which is not stated in the first dibris, it can be dashed as being an inclusionary term. Now that we say kol is an inclusionary term, what does behemtach of the first dibris and shor and chamar of the second dibris come to teach? And for the Gemara, the usage there shows that we just learned before. In fact, if the Yisra of Klaim is learned from Shabbos, then just as a person may not work on Shabbos, a person should be included in the Yisra of Klaim, should not be allowed to pull a plow along with an animal, and yet a mission says that he may. So Rav Papa said, or Rav Achabar Yaakov said, the Pasuk of Laman Yanuach Avducha Vamoscha Kamoicha teaches that slaves, which are people, are compared to animals only with regard to resting on Shabbos, not with regard to the other halachas like Klaim.